Blog Talk Radio. And welcome to the show. This is Ginger London, and I am so glad that you joined me on this evening. We're going to get right into the show. Um, I want to say um, hello to everyone, especially to those that are in the chat room. Feel free to post your questions or make your comments um, uh, with anything that you want on tonight. I'm very excited about tonight because it is a subject that is very dear to my heart, and it's about emotions. And so on tonight, we're going to be talking about emotional strengthening, and it's the power and importance of emotions. And it's a four-part series it's, um, tonight and for the next three nights. And we're going to be dealing with some crucial areas, and I'm doing this because we're approaching the holidays. And a lot of times people, or when they approach the holidays, their um, emotions are um, overwhelming to them. They're sad, they're feeling lonely, they, they're feeling uh, left out some. You know, they have some issues that they are, are trying to resolve or work out, and they haven't quite done it yet. And so I wanted to talk about how can we manage our emotions and not just get through the holidays, but just to make it through our, our daily living. And so that's what we're going to be talking about. And so some of the questions that I uh, I put out there for those to, to draw them to uh, tonight's show and to actually be dealt with throughout the next uh, four nights is, you know, are you fed up with letting your emotions get the best of you? Uh, do you struggle with managing your thoughts and your emotions? And, and do you get uh, do you try to fight your off your mindsets of fear, unworthiness, depression, or anxiety, but you appear to always to be on the losing end of the battle? And a lot of times people are, are on the losing end or feel like they're on the losing end is because someone has not taught them how to manage their emotions, you know, how to balance their lives out, and so they struggle with how to do that. And so sometimes it becomes overwhelming for them. And so there are those of us that God has placed in position to help people to get past that struggle and begin to walk in victory and wholeness and balance of life. You know, mindsets are clear, no more tormenting tormenting thoughts. There are some people that have been rightly positioned to help those who are struggling so they will no longer struggle and become victorious and more than conquerors in the lives that they are living. And so we're going to deal with those issues on tonight, and we're going to um, uh, deal with some really uh, tough issues. And we're going to begin with um, uh, uh, prayer, and then we're going to move right into it. I always like to open up with prayer because that's where I am. Nothing is done outside of prayer for me. And so we'll do a short prayer, and then we'll get right into tonight's um, topic or discussion. 
Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you on this evening. We humble ourselves before you, Father God. And, Father, I humble myself and pray that I decrease as you increase. For everyone that is listening, Father God, I pray that if they're struggling in any areas of their any area of their emotions, that this teaching will begin to set them on a journey of healing so that they can become victorious and walk um, in newness of life, Lord God. Their emotions can be balanced. Their emotions can be strong, Lord God, that they will not be managed by their emotions, but they will manage their emotions. I thank you for this blessed opportunity, and I am humbled that you have chosen me as a vessel to speak to people. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. So let's get right into it. The scripture that comes to mind for me comes from Proverbs. It's a Proverbs 23, verse 7, and it says, As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. And the heart um, is symbolic of, or it's a place where we find um, uh, all of our inner man or our inner strength. It's a place of understanding. It's a place where we have our determination. It's a place where we, uh, it's the seat for our emotions and for our passions. It's the seat of our courage. It's the seat of our appetites. In other words, it's the whole person. The heart is who we are. You know, sometimes we say to people, I love you with my whole heart. Well, that's because that's where your emotions are. Your emotions are inside your heart. And so because your emotions are in your heart, that's where all of your being is. Without a heart, just in the natural, if you take my heart out, I'm no longer living. Amen? Because it, it, it's, it's the vessel that pumps everything through my, my person, through who I am. And so the heart is the seat of where everything is. And so in order for your heart to be right, a lot of times we have uh, emotions that get in the way in our heart, and it causes us to not function properly. And so for some people, uh, your heart is in the in the place where Psalm 109 verse 22 says, it says, and my heart is wounded within me. And a lot of people are wounded in their emotions. They don't want to remain wounded, but they don't know what to do. They don't know how to... Um, to nurture that womb or to heal that womb or they don't they don't have the method the medicine to use to bring healing to that wounded area and because they haven't connected with someone who can walk them through that struggle or through that pain they resolve that I must apparently I'm going to feel this way and they give up and they give in and what eventually happens is that wounded heart begins to be turned into the person of who they are and we've all seen it or heard it where somebody you know uh, they're wearing their emotions on their sleeves, or we can tell that they become emotional people, you know, or they are, are too sensitive. That's what we call them sometimes. Or we say that, uh, you know, uh, they're they're, uh, they're a little bit too nervy or something. But the wounds begin to show up or the, the unmanaged emotions begin to show up in who they are. And so we then begin to identify them by their emotions. You know, we say, oh, that's an angry man. You know, every time we see him, he's angry. He's never happy. He's always bitter. He's always screaming and fussing about. He he finds any little thing to complain and gripe about. But, you know, we find we find ourselves identifying people by the emotions that they display in their being. You know, and unfortunately, that's not the way we're supposed to see it, but that's what they give us to work with. So for those that are listening who are in the helping profession, you know that there, there are those, like I said earlier, those of us who have been assigned to bring people through their struggle so that they will not remain um, in those wounded area. And sometimes when the heart is wounded, um, some people are not, not even numb. They're just hurting, you know, and they send you messages that they're hurting. They don't even say they're numb. They tell you, I'm hurting. I'm in pain. You know, I'm wounded by that. 
you know, and sometimes we try to brush it over and we say, oh, get over it. It's nothing. You should be over that by now. They only should be over it when they've learned how to manage it. And they can only learn how to manage it when someone teaches them. So a lot of times when people are wounded, some people become numb and they don't let anything out. They don't let anything in. But others are not wounded. They don't become numb. They're actually hurting. And they tell you that they're hurting. And because they're hurting and because they haven't put um, their hurts in a, on a healing journey uh, in God, then their emotions begin running all over the place or they have uh, landed in an unhealthy place, like a state of depression, a state of anxiety, or like I mentioned, a, uh, a state of anger. And um, in some cases, I've seen people uh, who are unhealthy in their emotions, their emotions are unhealthy, and they don't fall in the category of anger, uh, depression, or anxiety. They go to the, another extreme, which they become like, like the class clown. They become silly acting or something along those lines. And so they, uh, they are also struggling um, as well. And so let's get right into it. Proverbs 20, uh, verse 12, 25 says, anxiety in the heart of a man causes depression. But a good word makes it glad. And that's what I want to do uh, through the next three uh, shows is to provide a good word so that the man who has a heavy heart, who has a wounded heart, can turn that into gladness, into the joy of the Lord that can give them, give him or her strength in their lives. Amen? And so if your heart is heavy or if uh, you're hurting or your heart is broken, your emotions are da- uh, if they're damaged or they're uh, wounded in any capacity, there is still hope. Never give up on yourself. There is still hope. If you're still living and breathing, then you can make it through the journey of healing. You may have to cry a little bit. It may be a struggle to get through that journey. But if you keep pressing your way through that journey, you will make it through and you will be victorious. You will be successful and you will learn how to manage your emotions well. Okay. Psalms 34 says that the Lord is near to those who have a broken heart and and save such as have a contrite spirit. There are a lot of people who have broken hearts and God is near to them. And so let's get let's get right into it. We're all made we all have emotions. We're created in the image of God. That means that we resemble his likeness. God is an intelligent God. God is a God uh, uh, with a mind. He also is a God with feelings. He says that he so loved the world. So that when we're created in his image and we resemble him, that means that we also have been given emotions. God gives us our emotions so that we can um Connect with people so that we can maintain relationships with people, whether that's relationships in your families, you're with your uh, spouses, on the job, you know, just in your communities. Either your emotions are the very things that connect you with someone else and helps you to build healthy relationships. Amen? Amen. And so we're created with emotions, and so we should uh, seek how to learn to manage our emotions and not allow them to manage us. So let's talk about um what um, let's give you some definitions of, of of emotion, and see if you can identify with some of them. Um, and and they're the definitions that you basically find in like Webster's dictionary or, or, or something. And so, definition of emotion is any strong feeling. And all of us who are on this uh, listening and, and part of this discussion tonight can say that we have all had at some point in our lives some strong feelings about a subject, about a person, about an issue, about a, a, a community, about a group of people. We've all had strong feelings. So that's what an emotion is. It's a strong feeling. And some of those feelings are stronger than others. And some of them are good, some of them are bad. And emotion is also associated with mood, temperament, personality, and disposition. 
and you may have uh if you go back into your 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 uh your memory bank you might uh can hear yourself saying at one point you know talking about somebody or maybe you went to the store and the the clerk or somebody had uh they were kind of weren't exactly the best customer service type people and so you may say oh their disposition is just horrible you know or he has a bad disposition what you're saying is that his emotion his 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 um his feelings are on his sleeve. He's, you know, he doesn't relate well to people. Also, um, a definition is a feeling. An emotion is a feeling. Uh, and you could have the emotions of joy, sorrow, um, reverence, hate, or love. You know, any type of feeling and also a state of mental agitation or disturbance. You know, uh, and those are like raw emotions. But a lot of us, there are some issues that causes us to become really agitated. You know, or somebody in your life that you don't get along with well can push a button that will agitate you, just, you know, uh, uh, make you uh, really angry, you know. And so that's why we have to learn how to manage our emotions because we have to know when somebody has pushed those buttons and how we need to know how to respond when the button is pushed. Because sometimes we respond out of what we've learned, in the, you know, from uh, our family members or people like that. It, it becomes a habit, and so we automatically respond a certain way. But in the end, when we kind of dust settles, it's not the best thing that we should um, that we should have done. So let's talk about managing your emotion and um, why managing your emotions are important. And um, I would say this, you know, there's a posting um, in the chat room, and it said, and I agree with it, and it says this, that the secret is learning how to accept change without without resisting or hanging on too tightly. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you're going to learn how to manage your emotion, because what happens is you become um, a, you become uh, accustomed to, or you begin to just settle in that particular emotion. And when change comes about, because now the emotion is comfortable to you, and change, uh, a lot of us resist change. When some, when there's an opportunity for you to grow and to manage your emotion and become stronger in that area, because you're so accustomed to the negative, when the positive comes. Sometimes you resist it and you hold on to the negative because then you start in your mind start saying things like, oh, well, no, I've been hurt before. I'm not going to let my guards down. You know, I tried that. That didn't work. I'm just going to stay like this. But you can't stay like that and be happy. And if you desire to be happy, then you will accept the change without resisting it because the resistance that you need is to learn how to resist the negative, not the positive change that's coming in. Amen? So, uh, that's a wonderful comment. So let's talk about managing your emotions. You see, because everyday emotions happen. When you wake up every day, there's some type of emotion that happens. You wake up, you're uh, you're joyful, you're happy. You could wake up uh, if there's been uh, some type of crisis, an uh, unfortunate uh, traumatic thing. You could be sad. You could even wake up and be tired. You know, if you worked long hours the night before and didn't get enough sleep, you could wake up the next day and be tired. But you experience emotion your emotions every day, okay? And so what we what we need to do is to learn how learn about emotions from, um, you know, what we, well, let's say this. We have learned about emotions from watching others. We've watched our parents, you know, when we were growing up, and so we know uh, some of us have learned how to handle um, anger uh, or disappointment a certain way. So however they responded to frustration, disappointment, uh, those types of things, then sometimes we picked up on those things and we've developed them and made them into habits in our lives until we make a conscious decision to change. 
then we will continue to repeat that particular habit that we formed from watching them. We learn a lot by watching people. You know, even on the job sometimes you pick up emotions from how other people respond, and then you start falling right into place and you begin to respond the, the same way. The key is to know who you are. The key is self-awareness. And um, when you learn self-awareness, when you learn about your emotions and what, what, what your needs are as it relates to emotions, then that's, the, that's when you begin to manage, to learn the skills to manage uh, your emotions. So uh, there is uh, a whole field of study that's being done on emotions right now, and they call it emotional intelligence. And, um, and what that means is when you, when it's defined as the capacity to effectively perceive, express, understand, and handle your emotions and the emotions of others in a positive and productive manner. And that's the place you want to be. No matter how painful it is right now for you or how, uh, how, how bad that wound is still feeling uh, for you or um, how agitated you are about a particular situation or how angry you are about a relationship, a job opportunity, whatever it may be, you have to develop emotional intelligence if you want to successfully come out of what you're going through. And so the importance in emotional intelligence is self-awareness. And so the first step in self-awareness is manage, in managing your emotions is to recognize that you are experiencing one. You can't go in denial about your emotions, the emotion that's going on. That's why a lot of people are in bondage. You know, people who are depressed will deny that they're depressed. People who are angry sometimes will deny that they're angry about a particular thing. Or they're denied that they were, you know, that they had an angry moment. They're like, oh, I'm okay, I'm okay, don't worry about it, I got it, I got it, I'm okay. Well, you're really not okay because you just experienced a moment, a moment of anger and you need to process that. You know, or you're sad about something and when other people come around, then you pretend like you're joyful or you put on this mask of some type. But the, the important thing is to recognize that you actually haven't had, an, you've had an experience with a particular emotion and, um, don't develop it into a habit. Um, and, and the reason why we don't need to develop it into a habit, as I said earlier, is because this is you. Can, if you do that, it becomes who you are. And you're not created to be negative people, sad people, depressed people, angry people. You experience that, but that's not who you've been created uh, to be. And so you have to learn how to, to uh, manage your emotions and become aware of, of that. And a lot of times, I'm going to give you an example that um, if somebody says something bad to you, and if you're not aware of what's going on, you'll respond in a negative way. And you'll be uh, trying to um, justify that you responded that way. And then sometimes people, like somebody will say something ugly to you or make you mad if you want to go there. And then what happens is you begin to, you, you may um, use uh, profanity to retaliate against that statement that was made to you or the action that was made towards you. So when it's all over, you feel bad and sad because you really didn't want to do that. Well, that's because you don't manage your emotions. Then there are times where people say negative things to you and you do the opposite. You become uh, withdrawn and you go and you, you, you go deep on the inside and you don't protect your inner man. And so what happens is even though you didn't respond back to the person, it still is a sting that is in your life. And it still bothers you. The person has gone on. You're at home and you're still in your mind and in your spirit and in your emotions. You are still feeling the pains of their words. And you are wondering to yourself, why didn't you say something? Well, the scripture tells us that if you read it, no weapon formed against us shall prosper. And every tongue 
that rises against us shall be condemned. If you read that carefully, it says you shall condemn. You are responsible for guarding your heart. You're responsible for protecting your emotions. You're responsible for protecting your inner man. And so you have to learn how to manage and how to respond correctly because you are responsible for protecting what God has entrusted to you, and that's your well-being. If you are alive and well, you are responsible for making sure that your life is covered and protected as what, according to what has been the responsibility that has been given to you to do that. And sometimes we neglect taking care of ourselves because we think humility is not saying anything. Or we, or we go overboard and we say the wrong thing, and then we still feel discouraged. And so uh, while we have no control over what other people do, we do have control over how we respond to what they do. And so you are responsible for your emotions and for your behavior. And so and it's important that you know that you're responsible for it. So here are some things that you can do uh, to help you in that area. Uh, understand that your emotions are inner messages. They are inner messages for you. And, and not necessarily for anyone else, they are inner messages for you. And it's important that you can hear yourself, hear the messages that your emotions are sending to you. They bring you attention to something. So if you're hurting, that emotion is bringing attention to something. And that something is whatever it is that caused that hurt. And so you have to be able to recognize what is causing this emotion in my life. And what do I need to do with what I know about what's causing this emotion. If it's a negative thing, then I need to make a decision on how I'm going to respond to the negative thing. If it's positive, I still have to make a decision how I'm going to respond to this positive action that has affected my, that has brought about this particular emotion. You know, if it's somebody showing you love, then the emotion, the joy, the excitement that you feel on the inside, you know, uh, the butterflies that are in your stomach, they let you know that, guess what, there's something going on, and the something is that somebody is showing you love. So your response is, uh, the decision that you have to make is that you have to make a decision on how am I going to respond to this love that's being shown to me? How am I going to respond to this emotion? And it's the same thing if it's negative. If somebody hurls um, negative insults and uh, just demeaning insults at you, uh, the hurt, the anger, the pain that comes with that, you have to make a decision, how am I going to respond to the action that caused this particular uh, emotion that's on the inside of me? And a lot of times we respond without thinking. So whenever it's negative, you need to just take a moment and just pause before you respond. And that's when you learn how to manage your emotions. So if you're not there yet, you'll before the next three nights, the four nights are over, you'll learn how to actually begin to control and manage your emotions so that you're not always flying off the handles that you're not always um, easily hurt and bruised and battered from what somebody else is saying or uh, doing to you. Number two, acknowledge that the emotion you are acknowledge the emotion that you're experiencing. You know, don't be in denial about it. If it's painful, if it's hurt, if it's sadness, acknowledge it. This is where I am, especially if you're dealing with loved ones, with family members, with uh, close friends, or even with coworkers. If they do something, let them know. Listen, I'm offended by what you just said. Or if it's a family member, you really hurt me when you said that. You have to acknowledge that because that brings everybody into a place who uh, are willing to uh, become emotionally matured. It gives everybody an opportunity to do it. But more so, it helps you to not be uh, destroyed by any negativity that you're feeling. And, and on the other side of that, for positive, do the same thing. If you're excited or you're just happy to know that somebody loves you or they're showing you love, 
then you know what? You have to express that to them. To them, Acknowledge that you receive it. I'm glad that you do. You bring joy to my life. You know, I, I, I can feel your love. I see that you love me by the things that you say, by the things that you do. That I know that you appreciate me. I know that I'm uh, appreciated on this job, whatever the case may be. Begin to acknowledge that and uh, for yourself as well as for others. Then number three, you cannot think and feel the same. You cannot think and feel at the same time, okay? And so it, it, well, it's difficult to do it. it. It's possible, but it's kind of difficult uh, uh, to do it. You have to separate your emotions sometimes from logic. You know, if you uh, if you are upset or you are emotional, uh, you can't think clearly. And so that's what that means. You know, think about it. If you if you're hot under the collar. You know, if you're angry about something, your thoughts are, pr- are pretty much, uh, it's almost safe to say that your thoughts are not going to be clear and that you may do something out of a heat of uh, the, the, a moment of anger that later on that you're going to regret. Think about on your job, somebody makes you angry, you, you, you uh, say the, out of anger, uh, uh, without thinking, without being controlled, you say the wrong thing. Then you have to go back. You got to apologize. You got to say, I was just, you know, I was angry. I was mad. I shouldn't have said that. Even to a family or a loved one, to loved ones, we do the same thing. We have to do the same. Uh, we end up doing the same thing. So you can't, um, uh, you can't uh, think clearly when you are upset emotionally. That's what that means. You know, when you're upset emotionally, when you you got, you know, your 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 sleeves are raw, your your emotions are raw on your sleeve, you cannot. Think clearly. So you really do have to take a moment and step back. And I know there are situations where you, you know, in every situation you can't just say, okay, well, now let me stop and uh, let me think a minute here and think, let me ponder this and take a deep breath and breathe. You know, I'm not talking about those detrimental situations where it's life-threatening. You know, you don't have time to be going into the, the think tank and uh, trying to come up with a solution of how to handle the situation. I'm talking about the situations that you really have some control over. You know, those situations that you can manage. Those are the ones that you do it. Then number four, don't try to don't try to problem solve, rationalize, or communicate with someone else's emotions. Uh, you're not responsible for someone else's emotions. You're only responsible for how you respond uh, to their emotions. It's not a lot of times we become enmeshed in people's stuff, and we find we go unhealed, unprotected, but we start getting all caught up. In other people's things, you know, we try to manage their lives, manage their emotions, tell them what to think, tell them what to say, you know, and then we start getting caught up in other people. And then when they don't respond the way that we think they should respond or do it or do what we think they should do, and then we're hurt by it or we're disappointed by it or we become frustrated, we become angry. You know, I spent all, all night on the phone with him and this is what he did, you know, you know, a lot of times so you can't really um uh, rationalize or problem solve someone else's emotions. You can listen to them, you can be the listening ear, but you cannot solve their emotional problems for them. They have to be willing or in a position where they want to um, to do that as well. And so I'm going to stop. There's another comment in the chat room. Let me tell you uh, what Dominaire has to say. She gives her definition and it says emotional emotion is a healthy or unhealthy expression of catabolic or anabolic energy. Okay, so I mean, a lot of people, there are a lot of definitions about emotion. This is a big subject that is going on right now. So you really should do some research and read some books or some uh, articles on it, especially if you are trying to learn to manage your emotions. Take the extra step and begin to empower yourself with knowledge. Uh, Amen? Because nothing feels better than when you actually do something for yourself. So whatever it takes 
to bring empowerment into your life so that you can ma- begin to learn how to manage your emotions. That is what you need to do for yourself. Amen? Amen. So let's go on. Let's talk about understanding the nature of emotions because that's important. Uh, uh, the nature of his, uh, uh, of emotions are uh, very important because uh, you can have a lot of emotional feelings, and we all can identify with these love, passion, warmth, affection, happiness, delight, grief, remorse, sorrow, sadness, melancholy, anguish, depression, worry, fear, apprehension, resentment, conflict, jealousy, anger, rage, shame, pride, all of those or emotional feelings. Uh, and what happens is all of those things are going on in different people's lives at different times, and then all of a sudden something happens and they become overwhelmed with uh, the negative ones and sometimes even the positive ones. All right, so let's talk about understanding the nature of emotion. Uh, the word emotion comes from uh, what emotions from a word uh, that means motion or movement. And so that emotions are always moving. So that's why emotions are always changing. You know, they never stay the same. One day you could be sad. One day you can be happy. Uh, one day you can be uh, joyful. One day you can be angry. You know, and a couple of hours later, angry that morning, and a couple of hours later, uh, you're full of joy because something happened to change your emotions. Your emotions are always moving. When your emotions don't move, that's when you're in a self-destructive pattern and your life is in danger, okay? When your emotions stand still in a particular compartment like depression and you're sad all the time, you know, or you're stressed when, it, when your emotions stays, when your emotions stay in a stress place all the time, that's when you're in a danger zone. And whenever your emotions are locked in to one particular area or one particular um, feeling, then your body will let you know. But sometimes we ignore those warning signs, and we know people who have um, had some unhealthy health, uh, some unfortunate health um, situations because of the emotions that they were feeling. I, I know you've been in situations, or maybe you felt so angry uh, sometimes that everything just tightened up on you, you know, or sometimes you um, so you had a certain feeling of. Um, uh, maybe the unexpected or something and you had chill bumps or somebody said something and your hair stood up, you know, they had that feeling of their hair standing up on your arms. You know, your body will let you know what type of emotions that you're feeling or what type of emotions you will begin to, can be, come locked in. You know, and some of those emotions are self-destructive. And so you really do need to have someone to guide you out of that uh, state of being. So your emotions are always moving. They're always changing, and that's why you have to learn to manage them because you don't want them just um, all over the place. You, you, it's okay to have those different emotional feelings, but it's not okay for them to run rapid in your life and for your life to be overwhelmed uh, with them. So the first thing you have to do is understand the mechanics of your mind. You want to understand the nature of emotions, understand the mechanics of your mind. Remember, I said as a man thinketh in his heart. And symbolically, in the Hebrew, the word heart is also uh, related to the mind. As you think in your mind, so are you. As you think in your emotions, as you think in your psyche, then so are you. And so your emotions, your thoughts um, are, uh, the, are manipulated from the outside. A good example is what I said earlier. Somebody says something to you. They hurl an insult at you within your your um, 
emotion becomes um, offended or you become saddened or depending on what they're saying, you become hurt by it. So that emotion is triggered by something that happens on the outside. But when it becomes internalized, it shows up in your life as an uh, as an emotion. And so that's why you have to be careful, uh, learn how to manage, because you don't have control over the outside element that will trigger a particular emotion in your life. As I said earlier, you don't have control over what somebody else is saying to you. You know, you may not like it, but you can't control their actions. You can only re- control your response to their action. So... Uh, you have to understand the mechanics of your mind. You have to really get your thought life right. You have to begin to mature your mind in the area of handling your emotions. And uh, a lot of that comes with you being able to um, uh, make some positive confessions and believe them and also some speak some positive affirmations uh, over your life. Because when you can speak those things, you begin to push the negative out. Amen. I know that, like, for example, a positive affirmation might be, I know that I was created to be healthy and strong. I know that I was not created to be sad, manipulated, or hurt. I know that I have the ability to get past any wounded areas in my life by the help and grace of God. You have to begin to speak positive affirmations over your life. You know, you have to be able to make positive confession. I'm more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus. You have to be able to say that he that began a good work and we will perform it until the day of Christ. I know that I was created in God's image and that I am able to be, a, to be victorious and to be a, a more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus. You have to be able to make positive confessions. I know that if I'm wounded, that I can, that I have the inner strength to get past that wound and walk into victory and walk into wholeness and health. You have to begin to make and speak positive confessions and affirmations over your own life because your life has to be more important to you than to anybody else. And when you want to be really healed, if you want those areas to be, those damaged emotions to be um, healed, you will do whatever steps, take whatever steps that you need to take, even if it seems a little odd or strange, you know. But the, the important thing is to regulate your mind about yourself, not about the person who did something to you to cause the hurt and pain of your emotions. You want to regulate your mind to a positive thought pattern about yourself and about your emotions. Okay? So you have to develop uh, a part of that mental process is developing emotional awareness, recognizing the power of your emotions. And basically that's what this, uh, it is about tonight. It's about recognizing the power of your emotions. So imagine, just think about it for a minute. Your emotions are so powerful that they can cause you to do the wrong thing. So if it's powerful enough to cause you to do the wrong thing, you know the kind of power that you have in your emotions to do the right thing or the power that you have to feel the right way or the power that you have to, uh, to be whole and functional. So if, if it's powerful enough to make you do the wrong, imagine just how much more powerful it is to make you do the right thing, respond correctly, to walk in wholeness, to walk in health, to walk in victory. That's how much more powerful it is. Amen? Because you are created to do greater things, and those greater things means that you have a greater power working on the inside of you to equip you to do those great things. And great things only are done through people who have managed emotions. All right? And so you want to recognize the power of your emotions. So the power, the thing you need to understand is that your emotions are the glue that gives you meaning to life and connects you to other people. 
No man is an island. Anybody that you find is always alone and they're always um, at home by themselves. At some point, um, uh, that uh, it, it's going to be uh, somebody who is a loner. They're sad. They're not happy. They might try to tell you they're happy. They, uh, their environment shows that they have no connection with people, that they live alone. It's not even, a, it's not even good to look at. <laughs> Those environments are not even uh, good to look at. I mean, their mental state of, of mind has diminished to thinking that I'm, I'm better by myself. Well, you weren't created to be by yourself. Uh, we were all create, created to be connected to um, um, other people, all right? If you isolate yourself and someone is saying, it will cause you to go crazy, and it will. It will. Your mindset will change, and your thinking will be off. Your thinking, your, uh, your, your uh, mindsets, your, what you, your beliefs will be irrational, your thoughts will be uh, distorted thinking. You have distorted thinking. It would just be crazy, as, you know. So you have to realize that your emotions connect you to other people. They are the foundation of your ability to understand yourself and relate and relate to others. So when you are aware um, of and in control of your emotions, you can think clearly and creatively. Simple as that. You, if, if your emotions are in the way, you cannot be creative. Not in your life, not on the job, not in your marriage, not with your children, not in the community. Because your emotions will preoccupy or occupy all of your mind. And if it's a negative emotion, there will be no creativity for from, from negativity. You know, absolutely none. And so you have to begin to, uh, to, to manage them and become aware of them so that you can communicate with other people, so that you can have some confidence in your life. You know, and emotional awareness is a skill. You don't just know it. You have to learn this. It's a skill. Uh, and it means that you have to be patient with yourself. Uh, you have to learn this skill. Uh, but if you develop emotional awareness, then you will get in touch with difficult emotions and you will manage uncomfortable feelings so uh, that you will remain in control and never be overwhelmed. A lot of times we make uh, uh, bad decisions when we are overwhelmed. So, um, uh, this emotional awareness is a skill. That's why I'm saying after you listen to this series, you must get your hands on information and materials that will help you to develop that skill. And you have to practice it. You know, um, I remember years ago I um, prayed and asked God to make me a woman of peace. And now that's a good prayer, the, to make me a woman of peace. Help me to control my emotions. Help me to uh, uh, teach me how to... Um, regulate certain uh, uh, situations, how to diffuse uh, certain situations, how to be in control, not to go off on tangents or not to be hot-tempered, in certain, even if I'm angry about something. And so once I prayed that prayer, then I had to begin to, uh, to actually put something into practice. And I had to learn something about peace and controlling your emotions, and then I had to begin doing it. So there would be situations that I would be confronted with where somebody would make me angry, and then I would because I wanted that prayer to be active in my life. I wanted to manifest and show up. So then I would respond with, um, it sounds like you're angry about something. Let's see if we can go through this conversation again. You know, but I didn't respond. Now, I can't get angry, you know, and I can't. But it takes a lot. And that was a, several years ago that I prayed that prayer, and I've developed that skill. And so it really takes a lot to make me angry. You really have to cross some boundaries, some some deep inner Boundaries to make me angry, but I had to learn how to manage my emotions, how to become skillful 
at um, having conversations with certain people and, like I said, in diffusing some hot um, situations. I had to learn how to do that. And so emotional awareness is a skill, and you really have to take time to learn that skill and to develop um, uh, that skill. And so uh, we have a comment um, coming from the chat room, and it says, it uh, it must take a long time to break pattern of emotion, especially if, if it's years that you have had them. How do you do this? Well, if it's years that you've had them, then you know that they're not going to go to go to uh, go away overnight. And so, what you have to do is number one, you have to make a decision that you want to gain control of your emotions. You have to honestly say, "I no longer want to be controlled by my emotions or to be overwhelmed by emotion, my emotions." Once you make that comment, again, that's about that confession. Once you make that confession, once um. You do that, then the next thing is you have to learn what I'm saying. You have to learn this skill of emotional awareness. You have to be honest about yourself and take, you have to examine yourself and say what, you may want to take a sheet of paper or something, however you journal, do some journaling or whatever you need to do, and say, okay, what are the emotions that I'm feeling right now, even if they're running over each other? So just in case you're angry, you're mad, you're sad, you're you're frustrated, you're disappointed, sometimes you have some joy, you know, write all of those emotions down because you need to have in front of you what it is you need to be working on. Now, you know, I know we can kind of feel them in our, in our being, but if I'm on a journey of healing, I need to know what it is that you know, I need to know specifically what I want this journey to bring healing to. And so write those things down. And then once you do that, then you take each one of them one step at a time and you find um, a way to begin to walk that journey out. So if the first one is you're hot tempered, then what you have to do is you have to learn about how to control your anger. And, again, you're going to have to do some reading. You're going to have to do uh, some work with somebody. And you have to begin to practice. Whatever you learn on controlling your anger, you're going to have to make a conscious decision and a conscious effort to make it happen. So there are steps that you can take to get past those emotions that have been uh, in your life that have been wounded for, for years, but it's going to come from a conscious effort, and it's going to come from you making a decision that whatever steps I need to take, I'm willing to take those steps to actually walk out um to walk out my journey and to walk out my healing. And you can begin that journey until you can connect with someone. You can begin that journey by doing just what I said. Write out um put it in front of you. Write out your emotions on a tablet or something that you're feeling. And it doesn't have to I don't know if the situation is like a whole lot of them or not. I just use that as an example. It could just be one thing that you're feeling. It could be uh, a pain or a hurt from somebody doing something to you, violating you, mistreating you, lying to you, betraying you, or it could be uh from uh anything. Well whatever it is, put it down and say this thing I'm going to conquer. I've made a decision that I'm going to conquer this. I'm going to be victorious over it. I'm going to find out what steps I need to take to make my victory happen. And then it may take some time, but if you keep taking those steps, I guarantee you, you will be victorious and you will be uh, more than a conqueror over your emotions and you will learn how to manage your emotions well. So I hope that helps you. The person in the chat room that had the, the comment, I hope that helps you. If not, um, I'll be in the chat room for a few minutes after the show, and we can dialogue a little bit more. But that's at least begin there. There's a place that you can begin, and you can find some, um, like I said earlier, positive confessions and affirmations that you can speak over yourself. You can buy them in little books. Little, uh, they have some books and bookstores that you can buy with positive confessions and affirmations. You know, and um, 
and uh, you can get into the Word of God and find the Word of God, the scriptures on what the Word of God says about whatever the emotional area is that you're dealing with, and you begin to speak that over your life. Every day, speak a confession and an affirmation. Do it as many times as you need to do it until you begin to feel your spirit and your inner man begin to be. You will feel yourself changing, and you will feel your inner strength happening while you're making these uh, small steps. And then you'll begin, once you, you're uh, stronger internally on your inner man, you begin you can begin to take larger steps to get through your uh, journey of healing. All right. And so uh, emotion, your emotional uh, awareness is what you need to develop those uh, skills. And then um, here's why you need emotional awareness. Uh, and it's because... Uh, without emotional awareness, you won't know what you're feeling. You'll never be able to identify what it is. Okay, you'll be you you'll still be reacting and doing certain things, and you'll never be able to pinpoint where it's coming from. That's why you need emotional intelligence. All of us need it. We need to be able to identify. And like I say, it's a skill. But if you can get somebody to walk alongside until you develop that skill, you will be able to identify what those emotions are that you're feeling within yourself, and then you will know what to do. Emotional awareness helps you do several things. It helps you to recognize who you are, what you like, what you don't like, and what you need. Amen? And usually when you have wounded emotions, it's real important for you to know who you are and what you need because that is going to help bring the healing or start the journey of where you want to go. What is it that I need in my life to help bring, to soothe over and to heal these wounded areas so the true me can come out? All right? It also helps you to understand and empathize with others. Because whenever you have a friend or a family member or a coworker that's going through an emotional struggle, when you have emotional awareness, and especially if you've taken that journey of healing, then you will empathize with other people and you will be able to help them. So that's why it's important. Um, also, it helps you to communicate clearly and effectively with, with others. All right? And so one way to begin that, as I said, and here's another way of saying it, evaluate your emotional awareness. What are you experiencing emotionally? That's the question that you want to start with for the uh, sister and the, um, the person in the um, chat room. That's what, what, what are the emotions that I am experiencing? What am I experiencing emotionally? That's going to help me to begin to evaluate uh, what's going on in my life, and then it's going to help me to do whatever I need to do to make it better. So here is um, how you can find I'm going to ask you a series of questions. You just can ponder them. Um, what is your level of emotional awareness? All right, and so see if you can identify or answer some of these. You know, can you tolerate strong feelings, including anger, sadness, fear, disgust, or joy? Do you feel your emotions uh, in your body? Like I said earlier, like when something happens, does your chest begin to, uh, does it get tight? Or, or do you find it, uh, you know, uh, palpitating? And do you feel that the hairs on your arm uh, stand up when certain things go on? Uh, do you ever make a decision based on your gut feeling? Or do you use your emotions to make, uh, to guide your decision? You know, a lot of times we go where we say on our gut feeling. And sometimes it's right and sometimes it's absolutely wrong. You know, so that's why you have to be aware. So that's those are some things that you can ponder and think about. Um, uh, it is important that you identify what emotions you're going through and what's going on, because if you avoid your emotions or any unpleasant emotions or wounded areas uh, in your emotions in your life, the consequences of avoiding your emotions is you don't know yourself. 
And so you begin to do things that are outside of your character. You begin to do things that other people do not expect of you all because you're hurting. All because you're wounded, all because uh, you're frustrated, you're disappointed, you got some form of depression going on, you're sad about something. And so you don't really know yourself because the emotion that you're battling, that you're struggling with, begins to take over who you are. And it moves the real you out of the way, and it takes over, and it begins to walk in its place, and it has people thinking that this is who you are, and the reality is that's not who you are. Then you begin to forget who you are, and all you think about is what's hurting you. And all of the gifts and the talents and the abilities and uh, the great things and the exciting things that are that have been that your life is uh, entailed uh, has entailed you have entailed in your life, you miss out on it and you rob other people of the opportunity of getting to know the real you. You know, there are some of us who are going to meet you and uh, uh, want to be excited about meeting you, but we can't because when we meet you, we're, we're meeting the wounded areas or the wounded emotions that we're not seeing the real you. We don't experience your gifts. We don't experience your talents. We don't experience the exciting part of you or the joyful side of you. We just experience the pain. And when you've experienced that enough, at some point you would say, I've had, I'm done. I'm done. I've had enough. That She's been in pain for, two, for three years, and it's still there. I'm, I'm done. And so we miss out on really experiencing who God created you to be. So you re- don't avoid the feelings. Deal with them. Don't lose yourself in hurt and pain. Don't lose your identity in a wounded area because that's not who you were created to be. Also, uh, you don't want to avoid it because you don't want to lose the good along with the bad. You know, uh, there's some good, like I'm just saying, there's some good things about you that's on the inside. So you don't want to throw the good out with the bad. You want to get rid of, get rid of the negative feelings and the negative emotions, but you don't want the bad to, the good to go tossed out with the bad. You want to you want to keep the joy, the happiness, the excitement, you know. And you even want to keep some element of anger because there's some things that that you know, there's some righteous indignation. There's some things that we get angry about that motivate us to bring about change in our communities and our you know, uh in our lives, on our jobs or whatever. The case may be there. There's some uh, emotions that can uh, bring about some good positive change. So, but those things that are self-destructive or, or the ones that are functioning in self-destructive uh, mode, those are the ones that you want to uh, to get rid of. So don't don't avoid dealing with it because when you toss it out the window and pretend like it's not there, and you go into this uh, hibernation kind of thing or pretending like you're not hurting then you have to put the, keep the mask on all the time. And so whenever you're wearing a mask, we don't see the real you. And we want to experience the real you. All right? And so that's what it does. And so you don't want it to do that. Um, and it's also exhausting. I don't know. I've, I've been in a place where emotionally I was hurting about something or sad or whatever. It's exhausting, you know. And some, some of you have been in situations, and it's exhausting. You know, you've been angry about something for a long period of time. And if truth, the truth be told, if you would be honest about how that emotion has affected you physically and in your spirit, you would have to honestly say you are drained from, be, from constantly feeling the pains of that wound that, you, that you're experiencing or um, uh, that, um, that uh, pain or that, those negative thoughts, whatever it may be. It's exhausting. Because you monopolize your thought life, you monopolize uh, your feelings, your responses to certain things. Everything is taken, it takes full control of your entire being. Full control. If you're angry about relationships, you cannot enjoy meeting somebody because you already have 
concluded that he's not gonna he's not gonna be faithful. She's not gonna be sincere. They're just gonna want something. I'm not gonna let them get in. If they get too close, I'm only get hurt. You you're exhausted before you even find out his or her name. So that, that it's exhausting to constantly stay wrapped up in in damaged and wounded emotions. Also, uh, it damages your relationship. As I said earlier, at some point, people just don't want to be around folks who are always wounded. I don't mind walking you through your struggle, through your struggle, walking with you on your journey, encouraging you, supporting you, giving you everything that you need um, to uh, to be successful on your journey. I just don't want the journey to be a lifetime. At some point, I want you to get healed in your emotions because what happens is eventually you're going to turn on me and I'm trying to help you. And that's when the, that's when the, the, uh, the, uh, the tension comes in the relationship that you have with other people, family members, coworkers, friends. It doesn't matter. At some point, if you're not healed, that bleeding will bleed over into the relationship that's healthy for you, the ones that's trying to support you or uh, the ones that are trying to be there for you. It'll show up in that relationship and it would it would cause them to uh to be driven away from you. And that's what you that's not what you need. You need to be surrounded by people who are strong in their emotion and who can talk you through and walk you through this journey of healing that you're gonna take in your um in your emotions. So I know it sounds funny when I say this part, but it but if you make it happen, if you can really do this, you'll be you'll be victorious. Make friends with all of your emotions. And what that means is identify them, be able to to know uh the uh, characteristics of them and what they what ha- what what uh, they cause to take place in your life, you know. And then just like we do in the natural, there are some people that you know what we started off as friends with them. We're not friends anymore. There are some relationships and relationships uh, that we had to actually sever ties with because they weren't good for us. They were good for a minute, or they they showed up and we gave them a fair chance. But guess what? It didn't work out. So once you identify those uh, emotions, then you have to say, you know what? You are not good for me. This is not the type of friend that I need. And so you have to begin to cut off all those negative emotions that um that are that are getting in the way and keeping you from being healthy um in your life. And so that's the thing be, uh, when I say make friends um with your emotions, that's what I mean by um uh, by that. Begin to uh identify them so you can say you 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 and you you have to go. Okay? Also um I'm going to give you some quick pointers, and if you are calling in by phone and you have a comment, you can press number one, and the little hand will go up, and we'll bring you on live. Or if you're in the chat room and you actually uh, want to have, make a comment and want me to say it, I will do that. You just chat, just put it in there, and I will actually make sure that the comment is actually uh, said so that everyone can know what's, um, what's going on. And so as we uh, prepare to close this particular uh, night, uh, I want to talk to you briefly about the importance of uh, emotions. Uh, and the reason that they're important is they help us to become aware of our needs. And that's the main thing that I want you to remember. When you bec- when your emotions, when you become aware of your emotion, it helps you to understand what your needs are. So if you're hurting, what you need is some, you, what you need is some healing. Okay, if you're wounded, you need some medicine, you need bandage, you need those wounds to be, those those wounded emotions to be healed, and you need something, you need the oil and the, the wine poured pour on the, uh, oil and the water poured on your, on your wounded area so healing can take place. So you have to uh, become aware of them because they're important in your life. You cannot exist on this earth in a healthy state of mind without emotion. Okay, you have to. You you actually have to have to know how important they are to your life. You know, if they can ruin your life, they can also better your life. 
and uh, the wrong emotions can bring uh, can cause wound in your uh, your life to be wounded and can cause you to spiral into a self destructive uh, pattern in your life. So if it can do that, you know that if you get the right, if you can maintain control of your emotions, then you actually actually can have a healthy life. And um, one of the comments um, uh, in the uh, chat room it says. Uh, Talk to yourself. Talk to your emotions. And that goes back to what we'll, we'll combine that with making positive confessions, speaking affirmations over your life. Then guess what? Talk to your emotions. Do what you have to do to make sure that you get uh, you start your healing journey. Okay? To those negative emotions, talk to them. Anger, you have to leave my spirit. You're not right for me. You're only causing me to respond incorrectly. You're causing me to do things outside of my character. This is not appropriate for me. You have to go. You know, uh, disappointment, you have no place in my life. This is not the life that I want to live. I do not desire to be disappointed. I desire to be, uh, uh, I desire to accomplish things. I desire to be uh, confident about things. I desire to be excited about things in my life. And even if things don't go the way that I would expect them to go, I believe that the door of opportunity will come that I will see exactly what I want to see. So you have to do, you have to begin to actually um, talk uh, to your emotions. And like I said, emotions are good for you. They are absolutely, the right emotions are good for you, especially when you can manage your emotions. Uh, they are good for you, and that's what you need. So even if you're wounded, if you're hurt, it's okay. We're going to walk you through this, and you're going to, and, and this is still going to be good for you to process because it's going to help you to emphasize with, emphasize with other people, and then you will be able to bring healing steps to other people. And so I want to thank you for joining me on tonight. And uh, if you would go to the website, uh, which is uh, www.gingerlondon.com, and if you would sign up as an e-club member, I will send you the notes from tonight's uh, broadcast, if you like. If you would send me an email or go to the website, uh, www.gingerlondon.com, join and become an e-club member, or I think there's a way you can also send me an email on the website. If you send me an email and said, I listen to your, your blog talk radio show, and I would like to um, um, have the uh, notes from tonight so that I can go back over it. If you do that, I will email it to you by uh, this weekend. And I want to thank you so much for tuning in tonight, so much for joining in. Thanks for everyone in the chat room with your comments. Uh, I appreciate everything that you put in the chat room, and I appreciate your time. I know it's valuable. Thank you so very much for joining me on tonight. And if you can, please join me tomorrow night. Tomorrow night we will uh, be dealing with uh, more part two on this, and part two is rewriting your emotional script. We're going to talk about how you can uh, rewrite your story. You don't have to always stay um, hurt. Uh, so God bless you on tonight. I thank you, and I look forward to talking with you on tomorrow night. God bless you. Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. 
No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.